Moncrief on News Talk. Time now uh, to say hello to the Harry and Meghan of this station, uh, Barbara and Declan. <laughs> 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 can I be Harry? You can be Meghan, Declan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know. That's it's, fine with me. You can be totally gender Meghan. fluid about that. That's fine. <laughs> Meghan <Well>, Temple Bar. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Right, okay. Hello to you both. Uh, uh, right, who's, Hello. Uh, who's your first question? You could be Piers Morgan. That's though, what I'd be. I, I, I was going to yeah. be Nigel Farage. You'd be outraged by <laughs> everything you say. Uh, my, my boyfriend has taken up a really bad habit over the pandemic. His weed smoking has skyrocketed and he's lighting up every day and sometimes multiple times of the day. Before the pandemic, he was going out to work in the office and Friday nights were his favourite night to have some weed. But over time, with being at home all day, this has expanded. He used to do it uh, out the back, but over Christmas, uh, took it into the kitchen. And now the house stinks of the stuff. I'm only glad we can't have visitors at the minute. I just hate the habit now, as it's his life. I'm afraid to ask him how much he spends on this. I wish he would just take it down a notch and even go out for his daily walk, but he's even given up that now. Is this all a sign of depression? I worry about him. I worry for his health and I worry about my health, uh, breathing everything on in all the time too. I don't think this can go on much longer, but if it, if it is a sign of depression or anxiety, then I need to be tactful about this. Any thoughts? Wow, that's a lot there, Barbara. Mm. I mean, I think this letter will resonate with a lot of listeners because I think, you know, as we've said, I think before, I think this is the toughest time of all these lockdowns and, and the whole pandemic because we still, although we're in springtime and there's daffodils, it still kind of feels a lot like winter and it just feels we've been here forever. Um, and I think a lot of us are doing stuff maybe that um, we're doing more of something that we shouldn't be doing, like gin or something. And with this kind of weed. Um, <laughs> but I think that, that I mean, this, this girlfriend sounds really nice in that she's aware of the fact that he may be depressed. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think we're all living under a kind of a level of low grade stress anyway. And it's not going to take a whole lot to tip, you know, some of us over the edge. And I think, you know, he could be he could be depressed or anxious um, or stressed about the whole thing. So she does. She's right. She does need to go carefully on this one. Um, however, I think that because the the habit, the weed, the smoking weed, which he's now doing in the house, actually worrying. It's not just she's not just worried about him and and the possible impact on his health. She's also worried about her own health because she's also now breathing it in and the house smells of it and all the rest of it. And I think that's the key to kind of trying to uh, perhaps get him to roll back a little bit on this. If it was me, I think I would try and approach it, as she says, delicately and gently not in a critical way in any way of him not going down the how much he's spending on this or any of that but just saying something like do you know something the smell of that's actually giving me headaches i wonder would you mind just taking it back outside again would that be okay you know please because i just need to you know it's just causing me hassle it's 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 giving me headaches would be the obvious uh, thing i think there and try and push it back out into the garden again because i think once a habit like that comes into the house it's much easier to do more of it mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's still cold enough that doing it in the garden isn't you know is not going to be as enjoyable as sitting with your feet up on the table uh in, in your own kitchen um so i think that 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 um that that would be the way to go there i mean hopefully we're at the beginning of the end of this and as things start to ease up a little bit he'll start to cut back on it but i would suggest she does keep to she does need to keep an eye on him and she does need to keep the kind of communication open and the space, giving somebody else the space and the, and the time to kind of say that like, this isn't, 
this this is hard and I hate it and I'm finding it really difficult because I think sometimes a lot of us feel that that's in some way almost unpatriotic, like that we're not doing our duty, our civil duty. Mm. If we say this shit is hard, I really am finding it hard or expressing the fact that you might be angry or or fed up or whatever. Um, so it's not easy, uh, but hopefully things will start to ease up from here on in anyway. But I think if she could get him to move the habit out into the garden, that might be a first step at trying to kind of manage it. Yeah. The, you know, because it often strikes me that, that, that uh, and I know I'm doing this, that, that you know, uh, people are just drinking just out of boredom. Uh, just to Absolutely. kind of alter the way you feel slightly. And, and it sounds like... This fella's doing and you're it. doing it because you feel yeah. it's a treat. Like I know at mm. about four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going, I have a gin now, couldn't I? Because it's four o'clock and I've got through the day and I haven't killed anybody and I haven't gone mad and I haven't, you know, and I'm still here. And you feel you needed to treat yourself, yeah. to reward yourself in some way, you know? I think it's interesting about that as well is that uh, the, the, the writer doesn't mention how she's coping with what's going on because obviously all of this is happening as Barbara pointed out within a context of, of COVID and, and it's obviously making this guy uh, resort to his his um, his hash or whatever way he, 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 he uses it because um, a lot of people would say oh this is how I handle my anxiety I just have a you know I have a toke here and I'm, I'm chill for the afternoon or whatever and um, Obviously, in a time where you're you're tapping into your your coping strategies a little more more often, then the, the, it's not just about whether or not the the the, the um, marijuana use is solving the anxiety problem. It's whether too much of it is causing another problem. So these are the, the whole thing is is kind of is, is difficult because it's wrapped up in in her question about whether her boyfriend is is suffering from depression or not. And obviously we can't answer that. We don't, we're not professionals. And the best place for her to do that would be just to kind of, to go somewhere like, aware.ie have great stuff, by the way, information all about how to handle anxieties uh, up to like actual known health conditions um, in that whole area. There's also stuff online about about what the, the actual medical effect or the value of cannabis is. A lot of people kind of saying it's like really great for X, Y and Z. And that's fine and all, but, but nonetheless, like anything, it needs to be, as the man says, part of a healthy diet. Mm. And if he's only doing that, I think that's the real problem. The problem is he's developed a kind of a, like, like a, a one big self-indulgent bad habit. And that's, I think, that's where the, 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 the issue is, is going to be, is that it's all about that one thing. If I was her, rather than saying, you go for a walk, I'd be going, come on, let's go for a walk together. I would be about yeah. making small changes to their uh, system because yeah it's fine to say go outside and do your thing outside the house while I'm inside doing my coping strategy which is drinking gin in the warm that's a bit that's, that's not that's not very fair so it's ah, you can like, put a coat on <laughs> exactly so I think uh, yeah in that in that score I think well except maybe, that it is fair because of passive smoking do you know uh, what I mean yeah, it's kind yeah. of not the same no, so course, it is kind of fair like to expect him to go outside yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, it's like, you know, does she smoke? I mean, is it, she doesn't, you know, it's all this kind of like judgment around the cannabis thing and it's smelling in a certain way. That's that's only one minor thing relative to somebody's mental health. Yeah, and also as well, I mean, if he's doing it uh, um, as kind of a little treat to lighten things for him, the more you do it, the less of a treat it is. And then you're... Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Slippery slope and all that. Yeah. Oh, slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, one, te- one, one texter says, no more weed indoors or else no more jiggy jiggy. That's how you reason with most male behaviours. That seems to be everyone's answer for everything every week. Uh, Gary says, I do feel a lot of sympathy for this guy. I have that urge for a treat as well, but there's a danger of prolonged use of anything, really, uh, yeah. that he does spiral into depression. It might make the return to normal that bit harder as well. Harder. Now, there's yeah. a big question there, Gary, for all of us. Yeah. Uh, he may find it difficult to function in the real world uh, if he doesn't rein it in a bit now. Uh, there's somebody else says he's not depressed, he's stoned. For crying out loud, he's smoking weed. Uh, I, I may be missing the no point. No judgment there then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I may be slightly uh, missing the point on that. Uh, but he's depressed because... He's not depressed because he's smoking, but the, 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 the smoking is perhaps a sign of it. Then again, we're all depressed. If she's saying, is he depressed? Yeah. Of course he is. We're all depressed. It's the only logical response uh, to what's going on. Uh, my husband never, ever throws anything out. He still has T-shirts from when he was 19. He's now 43. His underwear drawer is heaving with old holy boxers and socks, which I've now started to throw out. But it should be, um, but it should be my responsibility. Over lockdown, I encouraged all the house, adults and kids, uh, to do clearing out. He threw out one pair of jeans that were so threadbare they were practically translucent. He's a tradesman and the garage is his domain. I wouldn't dare spread my weight out around out there. But he also has so much work stuff in the house. He has tubs and tubs of old roses tins full of old nail screws uh, and whatnot uh, that he doesn't ever look at. But I've been instructed not to touch them. When is enough enough? I look around the house and it's his stuff I see, not the kids' toys, which you'd nearly accept more. Chairs with coat upon coat heaped on one another. He's making me feel like I'm the one overreacting to his mess, but I feel so overwhelmed. Surely if it isn't good for anyone's mental health to see so much clutter and crap in what should be our peaceful sanctuary. There's somebody who could do with a smoke, but the sounds of things. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is the, the, the Marie Kondo scenario. Uh, yeah, exactly. We we do hear a lot about about how uh, clutter can affect your, our moods and, and our ability to kind of get things done. And increasingly that clutter can affect our relationships as well. Um, but one thing I saw, I read recently that, that kind of uh, this, this whole thing taps into is that when um, people give away things that they own, that it, for some people they have a really bad psychological response to, 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 go, to giving away old things, it, particularly things that have, you know, mildly sentimental values. They actually triggers off part of their brain that's kind of like physical pain. So for some people, it's, it's quite easy to, to, to lash in there and do the big minimalist spring clean. But for other people, there's a, there's a, there's a, a greater uh, physiological reaction to the whole process. But regardless, there's two of them in their house at, at the moment. She wants to do the, 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 the house in one way. He seems to be like, well, I've got the garage or wherever with, with all my bits and bobs and now it's spreading out into the rest of the domain, which is, which is obviously always a problem with hoarders is that yet you get that kind of creep where you know i just collect books i fill my bookcase but now the books are on the floor the books are in Mm -hmm. the other room and they're all over there or whatever it is that people are collecting Uh, for some people they say oh my way around that is i'm going to get organized so i'll get another bookshelf and i'll get another bookshelf but then suddenly you've got loads of bookshelves and you've got nowhere to store your clothes or your food so obviously organization isn't the problem the problem is is in some way recognizing that you have to put a value on the, the, the things in your life. You put a value on uh, 
where things go. You put a value on where things are allowed to be in terms of other people's existence as well. I wonder whether this guy has some kind of subliminal value of you know, my work is the important thing here. So I want you to value my work. So I'm kind of forcing my things and my work to kind of encroach into other parts of, of, of the house. Um, I wonder whether or not as well this woman would be able to kind of reclaim a certain space for herself where she can kind of have, well, this is my space where my rules apply here. And I'm going to show you through example that this is this is the kind of this is the Zen space. This is the space where I get my my sanctuary, as she called it, Um, because unless they can kind of actually come to an agreement about where things actually go, um, he's going to he's not going to want to throw his stuff out. do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Gmail. You know the way if you don't manage your Gmail e- emails and you just let them build up and build up and build up. Next thing you know, Gmail are saying you need to pay me an extra ten euro in, a, a month or whatever because you're using up all your data. It's that's the only thing that makes you realise that email space has a value. And I think that this guy needs to be shown in some way that space in his house actually comes at a price to something. So maybe it's the other thing. Maybe she's withholds the old saver suddenly decides to throw out the stuff. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, Jiggy oh Jiggy's the answer to everything. Uh, this guy, yeah. though, is, but it sounds like this guy actually does have a hoarding problem that, that predates the pandemic. Do you know maybe... something? No, he doesn't. This guy is just like a whole load of men that I know who have this <laughs> oh, ridiculously... No. Yeah, yeah. she <laughs> means you, Declan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, first of all, what are you talking about saying that he's sentimentally attached to stuff? Like his holy boxer shorts, like he's sentimentally attached to them and his socks. Uh, I mean, this guy, yeah, just I think has an overblown sense of his own importance and his own value to the world. Um, And yeah, I would be really clear about this. I would be so clear about this. He, unless he is single-handedly building the children's hospital or something else by his own self and needs a whole load of tools, I do not know any builder whose tools cannot live comfortably in the garage mm. she there should be none of his tools in the house absolutely not um, and i would be really clear about that but this woman what i get from her, her letter here a little bit is that she's kind of afraid to stand up to him um like she's kind of hoping he'll see sense and she's she's kind of maybe say dropping hints rather than actually turning around and say listen buster my 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 name is on the deeds of this house as well so this isn't happening. You've got a garage out there. All your work stuff goes in the garage. The last sentence that she puts in her letter about, you know, surely their home should be the peaceful sanctuary. Absolutely, it should. Absolutely, it should. Um, so I would be really clear about that, that 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 his 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 tools all in the garage as regards leaving coats and clothes everywhere. That's that's another and and is well let's park his holy knickers for a minute but leaving coats and stuff everywhere I've kind of failed on that and I, I I've tried my best in every way to try and get people to hang up stuff and it doesn't work and I end up doing it myself and then I hate myself for that so I've no I've no uh, I've no wisdom to impart on that one but I do think that as regards hanging on to holy boxer shorts and socks again. I just think very often men just, you need to kind of just say to them, throw that out. You need to throw it out. That's a disgrace. Imagine if you got knocked down tomorrow and you end up in the hospital in a pair of them. No, get, you know, you need to show them how to get rid of stuff. But as regards as tools, they should not be in the house. End of story. Full stop, new paragraph. Yeah, but surely if he's loads of coats he never wears or whatever, put them in the garage too, surely. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'd put the whole lot. I mean, I'd put his bed in the garage if he doesn't start. I mean, I've threatened that here a few times. But um, yeah, I don't know why men need to spread out. It's like it's like when they sit on a train or a bus and they've one leg going east and the other leg going west. 
It's the same thing in their house where they have to kind of spread out and have everything, bits of themselves spread all over the place. Yeah, but tubs full of uh, uh, old nail screws and whatnot that he doesn't ever look at. That sounds very hoardery to me. It's not just, it's beyond the kind of... Are there not men who do that, though, who collect stuff like that just in case we'll ever need it again? Yeah, no, I can understand the logic of that. But but that's, but why doesn't he keep it in the garage then? You know, if if it's it's into the house, that's a problem. I just think he's got an over uh, an overblown sense of his own importance. Do you know right. what I mean? Well, like, look, I'm very important. I'm a builder. Here I am. And men are much more. Here she goes now, being philosophical. Men are much more tied up with their their identity is much more tied up in what they do for a living than women are. There you go. Okay, so dump them. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not <laughs> saying dump them, but I'm well. saying that woman needs to stand up to him. Like, really needs to and to and and you know lay down a few ground rules here and then you know. Uh, you know, do whatever she needs to do in order to make sure the tools in the garage. I would absolutely that would do my head in. Yeah, uh, Jill says I totally agree. My husband is exactly the same. Crap everywhere. When he's at work, yeah. I throw his crap out. Has to be done regularly. So I'm not <laughs> saying I've never done that either. I yeah. have done that too. Well, a lot and of people. He'd... Yeah, there's a lot of tech saying do that, but because he probably won't notice anyway. He's not going to exactly. go back look and where's those forty year old underpants I I, I missed exactly. Someplace. And you know what? By the time he does, you can go. Oh God, I haven't seen them for ages. I don't know. Right. Even though you know full well you've been <laughs> yeah I mean, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of comments as well on the boyfriend who smokes too much weed uh, mostly along the lines of uh, where does he get the weed from uh, because uh, there's a, apparently a shortage out there the demand <laughs> Barbara and Declan thank you both very much you are listening to the Mon Creef show on News Talk we're going to take a break back in a couple of minutes Mon Creef on News Talk